You're listening to Schooncast, a software engineer's journey from side hustle to tech entrepreneur. I'm your host, Dan Schoonmaker. What's up, everyone? My name is Dan, and this is my podcast, a podcast that is documenting my side hustle journey as I work on building tools in the podcasting space. I really appreciate you being here with me and all of those who listened to episode one. I really appreciate all the feedback I heard. I hope you enjoyed the new introduction that I added. And I also purchased a microphone, so we'll see how much this improves the audio quality. Although a lot of the feedback I heard was that the audio quality recorded on my Pixel 4 cell phone in the last episode was actually really great, which I agree. But I wanted to get this Yeti Blue microphone and see how this sounded, experiment with some different tools. So I wanted to take some time this episode to better explain the general idea of the projects that I'm working on. Because last episode, I didn't go too far into detail on the things that I was building. The main project I started about a year ago now, it's called Clips. The URL is either clips.co or clip.ps. The goal of that project is to make it a podcast listening and discovery tool that will allow users the ability to create audio clips of the favorite segments of podcasting episodes that they're listening to. My hope is that this allows other future listeners to discover podcasts more easily by quickly listening to the highlight reel of the top audio clips within a show or an episode. The second project that I'm working on more recently um, is actually a project that I bought from a guy I met on a Slack community that I belong to for bootstrapped founders. This project is called Vivid FM. It's a tool that generates an audiogram video of an audio clip. So you've probably seen these on social networks. It's just a little video with a sound wave on it and usually a static background image. Sometimes they have captions at the bottom. And the point of these are really just to make it easier to share these audio clips to social networks. And I'm sure it's somewhat obvious the benefit I would have of having a tool like this because on clips, if you're clipping an audio clip, I wanted the ability to then share those as a video to social networks like Twitter and Facebook. And because they don't have that native embedded audio player, sharing it as a video is the best approach we have right now. The last project that I'm working on currently in this you know, general podcasting space is this new community called Caster Community. It's a community of podcasters and builders in the podcasting space who are basically just looking to network, learn more about the industry, and get better at you know the art of podcasting or their skills. The real reason I wanted to start this community was so I could better connect with fellow podcasters and people who were building tools similar to the ones that I was building because this would allow us to bounce ideas off of each other and get feedback on the things we were building. Because as I've slowly been learning is you can build a product and it doesn't necessarily mean that users are going to use it. 
it's much more beneficial to build a community and, you know, gain that following of people who are invested in your success and the success of your projects. And then when you launch a project, you automatically have people who are willing to test it out because they're excited and they've been following the things that you've been building. And this is another reason why I wanted to start this podcast, because I'm hoping as I document this journey and document the things that I'm building, it creates some sort of excitement around the products and creates a feedback loop that I can have with people who will be using the products, hear what features they want built and what types of changes I can make to make the products better. So now what I want to do each episode is provide general progress report on where I am on each project and give an update on what I'm working on and what I plan to work on next. So I'll start with Clips because, again, that's the overarching umbrella project that the rest of these projects are going to fall under. I started working on integrating the Vivid video generator with clips in preparation for being able to share these audio clips out to social networks. And while I was doing that, I discovered a few issues where one, my podcast, I was indexing them by their RSS feed URL. And when I first created clips, I didn't realize that those RSS feeds could update. So one of the podcast episodes I was trying to share on Vivid when I would call to Clips to look it up and see what podcast episode it belonged to, the audio files URL had changed because whoever owned that podcast had changed hosting networks from one to another. And when I first created Clips, I didn't know much about the podcasting industry from a technical standpoint and didn't really even take this into account. So this was a huge issue that I have been dealing with this week because I had already and I had slowly been pulling in data for clips. I had only saved in my database just over 3,000 podcast shows and around 480,000 podcast episodes. And this more or less meant that all of these shows and episodes would need to be re-indexed and refetched from their respective podcast RSS feeds. So this is more or less what I've been dealing with on nights after work this week. I've been rewriting how I ingest these podcast episodes, but in the long run, this is going to work out much better for the way Clips works because it now is going to reduce the opportunity of duplicate shows and episodes being created. And it's going to allow me to connect the data between Vivid and Clips for when you're on Vivid FM. Um, one of the features is going to be you can search on iTunes for any podcast or episode um, that iTunes has. So that type of head search is going to correlate much better to the Clips database. So that's what I've been dealing with this week. I just finished and I have been importing all morning. Uh, the So it's Saturday morning. I've been importing all from last night at around 10 p.m. I've imported around 240,000 podcast episodes, um, but that's enough to switch the database over to this new data and users won't necessarily notice anything different. One problem that 
has come up is that because the show's IDs are going to change, because they're no longer based on the RSS feed, um, any show that a user was following is now going to get removed. They won't be following any shows for the time being. This is something that I'm not happy about because the early stages of a project, you don't want to lose a user's trust. That's one of the most important things I want to uh, maintain. And by changing this, um, they may see you know, some instability in the product because, you know, they're no longer following these shows. Luckily, I've only got a handful of users right now with accounts who are following a number of shows. So I'm not overly worried about it. I can probably just send out an email to all those people and just explain what happened. Um, I'm also considering putting up something when they first log in to explain the situation and also highlight the benefits of what this is going to allow moving forward. As for caster community, let me just check here on Slack. I believe we're up to, yeah, it's 20 members. So just recently I switched this. I was going to attempt to make it a paid podcasting community because I didn't want uh, to get people in the community who were spamming their podcasts and their tools. But after only receiving, um, my newsletter had about 15 people sign up. And then when I sent out invites uh, to an April cohort, because I was going to basically invite a group of people each month to join, again, to kind of keep it more exclusive. When I went to invite people, even though they had signed up with an email address, I had first noted that it was going to be a one-time only $100 cost. And then I said it was going to be, I believe, uh, $20 a year, $25 a year, even though that price was shown to them when they gave me their email address, when I ended up inviting them, no one actually signed up. So I had dropped that price down to free and we quickly got another uh, 12 to 13 people signed up over the last week and a half, two weeks. So that's been an awesome experience getting to talk to these people, meet people with such similar interests to me and building similar tools to the ones that I'm building here. Again, so we can just help each other, bounce ideas off each other. I really do think in more of an abundance mindset in that, you know, these people aren't necessarily my competition. Uh, there's so many people out there with podcasts. There's now pushing a million podcasts in the world. Um, there's so many people around the world who listen to podcasts and around the world who create podcasts that I really don't think there's really much of an issue in having similar tools out there. I mean, Vivid FM alone, that tool there to create an audiogram and share that video to social, there's already, you know, six to 10 quality tools out there that do that. Where I think mine differs is um, one, I have very high quality captions and transcripts of the text generated and displayed as you listen to it. Um, and then the other benefit on clips, so it won't just be a one-time share to Twitter or Facebook, but clips then becomes that social network where you can discover that short audio clip audiogram over and over again and view it for as long as that clip is popular. And that's something that's really exciting to me because then I can start working on implementing things like likes or searching based on the transcript of that audio. And you'll be able to say, you know, I want to hear all of the Joe Rogan top audio clips that talk about mixed martial arts. And then those top ones will show up and then you can even get more specific, right? I want all the ones with Bernie Sanders where they talk about, I don't know, legalizing marijuana and 
all of those audio clips will immediately be surfaced to the top and a user can just listen through those rather than listening to his entire two hour, two and a half hour podcast episodes. So those are the things that are exciting me about these projects. And I think over the last couple of weeks, I've gained a ton of momentum by building this this community and kind of getting direct feedback from other podcasters and learning from them, as well as learning from them for things like this podcast. Uh, for instance, I'm going to be interviewing someone for episode three, who his name's Eric Ryan Jones. He's a new podcaster who's just getting started and just, you know, navigating the waters of starting a podcast. And it will be really cool to sit down with him and talk about the challenges he's facing, kind of, you know, share tips, share some of the things we've we've had to go over when starting a podcast. I'm excited to talk with him and share that episode with you as well. I'm hoping that episode will come out uh, later this week. And I guess on that standpoint, I'll just talk about quick about uh, the release cadence. I'm trying to determine if I want to release every Tuesday. I've had a lot of issues coming up with on this episode what I wanted to talk about because I knew I wanted to talk about the projects more but I'm also not sure the exact direction I want to go with this podcast. I want it to be here for documenting my journey as I create these projects, but I also don't know how in-depth I want to go over you know, the technical details of the issues I experience while making them, just because in my mind, I'm not sure who's going to be interested in those little details. But then again, I've heard not to underestimate your listener and not to, you know, if people are interested in your content, they're going to listen. And if they're not, they're not going to listen. So I think for the foreseeable future, I'm going to be sharing these progress reports on how things are going. And I'm going to sort of talk about the direction it's going to go from there. That's all I've got for this episode. I would love to connect with you on social. You can find links to those in the show notes or over on my blog, which is at schoon.me. That's S-C-H-O-O-N dot M-E. Later.